What is going on, guys? It's your boy, Robert. And it's Chance. And we are back with another podcast. This will be episode number six. Of the Cigar Gospel Podcast. So first things first, grab yourself a nice drink and a cigar and join us in this great conversation. So what are we talking about today, man? Man, just a couple different topics. Let's smoke us a, a new cigar. We Neither one of us have tried, so we'll be reviewing that while we're discussing a couple other cigar-related topics and having a good time. Maybe I'll be drunk by the end of the video. That be or <laughs> end of the video. Look, I already started drinking. End of the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we're recording some videos too for cigar reviews, so we're switching it up a bit. So I'm still in video mode. So, but I am drinking me. Robert had got some. I've never had it. A Shiner Toasted Amber Lager. 4.5% alcohol. I love me a good Shiner beer, bro. That's my favorite beer. It's a good brand for sure. Good, good brewery. Yeah. It's a pretty decent beer, ain't gonna lie. So, I got me some uh, Bird Dog whiskey, strawberry flavor whiskey. Kind of tastes like cough syrup, if you will. That's the stuff that we got at the La Polina event, right? Yeah. Or you got. Yeah. I just had the regular. It was pretty, pretty damn good. I liked it, man. It was good. And the one I had actually there was the salted caramel, and it was pretty good. But the strawberry one ain't too bad. I'm not a big flavor whiskey guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not neither, but I mean, it is. I'm surprised he's even drinking. He was talking about drinking water, and I called him out. So instead of a beer, he was like, oh, yeah, bitch. So he poured up some whiskey on me now. Tell me to step it up. Yep. But it, it, we'll get there. We got a long day of smoking and drinking. So it's only at what 11:30, 11:52 right now. About to be lunchtime, man. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! What? Yeah. <laughs> Snow Cold Steve Austin. Been drinking me a couple beers. What? <laughs> but, uh, all right. So why don't you tell them about this interesting cigar you got us? So, um, the way I stumbled actually across this cigar, man, I was, you know, searching the wonderful interweb, and I ran across the different unique cigars, you know, and uh, this one actually popped up, and this is a punch cigar. This one's actually made by Gen- is General Cigar Co. Yeah. Um, they make Cohiba and shit, Yeah. Too. And so, um, I ran, a, I actually went and checked out checked out a new cigar shop which we'll talk a little bit about later but um i picked this one up from there and uh it's actually modeled after an agro so when you look at it the bottom the foot of the cigar is actually exposed and what that is is they um, expose it to simulate the texture of cabbage it's an unwrapped yeah that's what it's could yeah. yeah it's just tobacco yeah and so i'm not sure how that's gonna work but we'll check it out have you you never smoked the unwrapped foot i have not so hamlet cigars their uh liberation cigar is mm-hmm. an unwrapped foot and uh, i can't remember the other one but i've smoked like two or three unwrapped foots mm-hmm. it's an interesting different flavor to not have that wrapper I still prefer a wrapper, but the cool thing about it is it usually leads into a very, very even burn. If you if it's smoking right, it just hits the wrapper. But every once in a while, what I've noticed with unwrapped foots is you have to touch up the wrapper, the start of the wrapper when you get to it, just yeah. to help it. But man, it's a beautiful looking cigar, and it really is, man. And it's got some cool shit on it. So the um, the label, 
Um, and we're going to post some pictures on our Instagram and stuff so you guys can uh, take a look at it. So make sure y'all check the Instagram out. But uh, this is a, um, the wrapper is a Connecticut Broadleaf. The binders. Ooh, in, from the USA. Yeah. yeah. The binders in Ecuador, uh, Sumatra. Mm. And the filler is Colombian, Dominican Republic, Mexico, and USA. So there's a, there's a number of good fillers in there. And it's a short little cigar. It's a four and a half inches. Chance may know a thing or two about that. Uh, ring gauge is 50. <laughs> and so check this out, guys. This will be our first time checking this cigar out. So if it's good. You heard it here first. Yeah. And check this out. The price is $3.99 a cigar. Four bucks. So, I mean, how can you beat that? If this cigar is, is a great cigar, then... I'll probably be after a box. So, because a box is it's hundred bucks, but 25 for twenty-five, yeah. So the thing was like punch. I smoked a few punch. Punch is actually one of the first cigars I ever smoked. They actually sell them at Bucky's. Really? Yeah, they sell punch at Bucky's. It comes in like it looks like a cigarillo pack. Yeah. And the little single, but it's a it's a cigar. Um, Dang. The guy who mentored me in the beginning smoking cigars and stuff, Devin, he had told me, he's like, you can always go to Bucky's and just buy a punch. Because punch is four or five bucks always. Really? Yeah. Now, Cuba punches might be different. So, general cigars, what they have in the the DR, Nicaragua, Honduras, wherever it's made, I think they're mainly out of the DR, um, also have Cuban brands, which are the original brands. Yeah. So they sell to all everywhere in the world but the US and then General Cigars and Central America and the Caribbean sell to the US only. Same name, two different companies, they just have the naming rights. Mm. So Punch is an old brand that's been around for a while in like Cuba and Europe and all those places. Mm. But here, it's a cheaper brand. So I'm curious to see how it is, and I understand you got USA, to, you got a US wrapper, America, and US fillers. Usually that's not high quality tobacco like other countries. Yeah. So that would explain why it's four bucks, you know. Um, yeah. And Colombia fillers. I'm curious to know what it tastes like because I can understand why it's cheap. You don't have no Nicaragua. You only have a partial Dominican filler. Um, no Honduran beside. No Honduran at all. And you have a little bit of Ecuador, which they're mainly a rapper country. Yeah. They do, you know, Sumatra rappers are good. So it's going to be interesting um, how it's going to taste. If it surprises me and it's like a high quality cigar for $4, it'd be incredible. But yeah. what I'm looking at, what it's made out of, I can understand why it's 4 bucks, And yeah. it might be a $4 cigar, which won't be a bad thing. If you pay 4 bucks, yeah. and it's decent, you, hey, you paid 4 bucks. So, man, well, you want to light this bad boy up? Let's get after it, man. I'm, hey. I've been excited since I picked them up. I've been I've been itching to try these things out, man. Y'all pray for us and, and make say some, <laughs> say some prayers that these cigars are nice, good cigars. Robert was, he don't even remember how much he paid for them, how many cigars this man buys. He said, four bucks. That's how much I paid for it. Man, I was excited when I when I went into the uh, the new shop, that shop that I stopped at, and uh, they like had it. yeah. So somebody wants to. I love those TikToks, man. Somebody did, especially like the WWE TikTok. Someone, it's like slammed or something really hard. It's like somebody. 
nobody once told me. So it tastes like an unwrapped foot, man. I swear. All the unwrapped foots I've tasted, that's their taste. But you see how quick it's already burning into the wrapper? You literally yeah. get just a few taste notes of it, and then it becomes into the wrapper. Um, I really think it's just an aesthetic thing, and it helps maybe with the even burn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's sure. But so far... What are your initial tasting notes? Well, I gotta get to the wrapper, because with the when you're tasting just the tobacco... I, like I said, they all have that same taste on the unwrapped foot. And I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a natural tobacco. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, a little bit of fruitiness. Oh, I don't know what taste that was. That was unique. I got to figure that one out. That was new to my palate. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. New to my palate, though. Draw's not bad, though. Mm-hmm. Not for a four. Um, Good airflow for me. Yeah, I... So let's check it out, man. We'll see. So we'll continue to review as we're going on and stopping. But yeah, man, since you got to go to a new cigar shop, I've never been to this place. Tell me and to the people out there who listen to the Cigar Gospel Podcast your experience and the new cigar shop lounge, whatever it was that you had went to. So, man, I'll have to look the name up. I don't even remember. I thought it was Cigar Time. I think that's what it was. Pearland? Yeah. Uh, but me and my wife were running some errands. Yeah, and it was called... Uh, so, we were running some errands, and I told my wife, Hey, I want to stop by and check this place out um, to see if they have any cigars that my normal shop doesn't have. Yeah. And that's my first time ever going to a shop by myself that isn't our normal shop and it could be a little intimidating and uh so i went on yelp checked it out um and saw their little humidor on there and stuff and it looked interesting the first thing i saw was the opus x uh big old sign i was like oh let's get it you know yeah i'm ready to get some opus x but uh uh we walked in me and my wife did and uh walked into the humidor and of course um, the first thing I noticed was the different cigars they had. And uh, we went and the first thing I went to was this this cigar because I've been searching for this cigar since I actually found it or since I've found out that they released it. And uh, so I asked the guy, I said, do y'all have any other punch cigars? And he walked me around and I ended up coming out spending like 150 bucks out of the shop. I picked up a Southern Draw. I picked up the newest punch release, which is the Fu Manchu, which we'll be doing a review on a later date. Um, and then this one. And I got a bad habit of, if it's a limited release, I always buy more than I need. And that's because you never know when you're gonna have a hard time getting it, you know? Yeah, I don't blame you, man. Yeah, so we, we picked up some cigars and then um, uh, we also picked up the CAO Firewalker, mm-hmm. but the experience in itself was great, man. The guy, uh, walked us through the humidor. We checked out what they, uh, normally don't have at our shop. And that's pretty much what I purchased was uh, just the cigars that we don't have access to at our normal shop. Um, but it was a fun experience and the shop, it was a real small shop, but they had a, a great selection of cigars. And I was really thoroughly impressed. 
And so, yeah, um, really, aside from that, that was it, man. I mean, it was a nice little experience, so it was a fun experience. I I think as soon as I found out that they had cigars that we don't normally have, I was excited, you know? Yeah, that's always all. I mean, we love to try cigars, right? And I know when I went up to a cigar lounge in Houston, Cigar Town, Yeah. they had the Southern Draw, and I think that was the only cigar, and a bunch of different Padromos I had never seen. They also had that CLE that you hadn't had. Oh, yeah, they had the two different CLEs. Yeah. Those are both good. So I was excited for that. I like CLE cigars. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's... pretty cool when you get to go to a new shop and they carry a different selection because ours carries almost everything yeah. but not everything so when you go somewhere else and they have something else that's nice but majority of the time we can find almost anything we want or need at our shop that we go to so it's a pretty cool experience to go to different places meet different people yeah absolutely dude and yeah yeah so we got some interesting cigars to try from that place that was cool Including this one, because our shop don't carry no egg rolls. No. Man, the cool thing though, if you buy a box, it comes in a Chinese takeout. Yeah. It looks like a rice box. Yeah, it does. Twenty-five cigars. It's pretty interesting. It'd be uh, I'd scare to have the box, you know, in case you might just throw it in the trash or something. Thinking you left it out. You have Chinese food out or something. Like, whoa, what are you doing? That's a hundred dollar worth of cigars. I know it. I know it. Hmm. I tell you what, dude, it's really impressing me for four bucks. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got some raisin. That's is that what of, it is? That's the fruit note I think I'm getting. It's like the raisin. A little bit of molasses. Um, I don't have like the greatest nose for molasses. Yeah. Like some people, but I can taste a little bit in here. So it's a pleasant cigar. Um, it is burning pretty fast, though. I'm not going to lie. Especially the unwrapped foot burnt extremely fast. Like we just started smoking. We're already almost at ashen point because of that, but... I mean, it's four bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a nice little short cigar. Like, if you work somewhere and you get, like, say, I, I, I'd hate to say it's an hour, you know? Yeah, we don't a, know yet either. If yeah. It's going to slow down, but it's looking like a 40, 45 minute. Because yeah. a normal Robusto is five inches by 50, right? This is four and a half by 50. So it's just half or uh, half an inch shorter than a Robusto, which is a nice difference. Yeah. But I would say maybe 15, no, probably 20 minute difference in smoke time. But we should see. You know, no more Robusto lasts, what, an hour? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe 40 minutes. And that's cool with me, you know, especially since we're going to be doing so much smoking. Sometimes you don't want to smoke a big-ass Toro or yeah. you got, you know, you're outside barbecuing and it's hot. You know, you're like, man, I ain't trying to be out here all day, you know, yeah. whatever it may be. Um, so uh, yesterday I smoked, because uh, it was nice weather yesterday, temperature-wise. I smoked at my father, La Bougie, 1922, with a... Uh, some beer, had some Boston Lager, and I had a Guinness. Um, mm. I smoked some, uh, man, my, listen to this. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta take a sip of beer because it's so fucking stupid. I went to Kroger to get leg quarters, right? Yeah. And I was gonna smoke the leg quarters and shit. My dumb ass got <laughs> chicken uh, breast bone in with rib meat, which is. Well, that's still healthy, bro. Well, I mean, I wasn't even going for healthy. It was just, but I wanted some liquid. I tell you what, some bitches were good, though. But still, I got there, and I'm like, all right, babe, I'm finna make the leg quarters. I take them out of the package, and I'm like, where the fuck's the drumstick? <laughs> Where's the leg? <laughs> so I was like, damn, and them things were chicken. thick. So they took a while to smoke, man, to cook all the way through because how thick the chicken was. But 
came out great. It had some country style beans and green mm. beans with it. Watched the AEW Revolution pay per view. Any wrestling oh, fans out there? That was arguably, you know, I don't even watch AEW. I'm yeah. just a WWE fan usually. That was probably the best damn pay per view I've watched in years. Like for real, honestly, because I took a break from wrestling for a long time. That shit was amazing. CM Punk did his thing. Chris Jericho. I didn't even know he still wrestled. He came out of retirement for AEW. They had a dog collar match against MJF. It was incredible. Wow. Casey was like, "This ain't like WWE. There's blood everywhere. They didn't drop the f bomb on TV. It was was like the good old Attitude Era WWE and like ECW and stuff. Like they didn't give a damn." Like, and that's what's kind of nice, because, like, WWE's, like, PG now. Yeah. Uh, which I still enjoy it, but, like, they, their matches don't get as crazy. Yeah. They're not bleeding all over the place. CM Punk was bleeding for real. Like, Dang. real blood. So, that's crazy, bro. That was it, but that was a great cigar, doing yeah. all that, you know. Got to enjoy a beautiful Sunday doing that, so. Yeah. I smoked, oh, me and you smoked yesterday, too. Yeah. Before I, you know, when I got off work and you came in. I had that Doomsayer. I thought it was a Doomsday. It's Doomsayer by Room 101. Yeah. It was okay. I just don't like cigars bigger than 54 ring gauge. And it was a 55. It just Those cigars, in my opinion, just don't smoke the way they should. Yeah. I don't know. When we smoked that, that Placentia, to me, it just, man, a big old cigar for me. Yeah, Robert was not a fan of that. Yeah. I enjoyed the cigar, but the draw on it, it was a little disappointing. But flavor-wise, it was very good, very fruity. Yeah. Um, not as, like, the Padron, though, 45-year was great. So, what else you got on this cigar that we're smoking right now? Man. Since we've now we're truly getting in the middle of that first third, almost the end, what, do you, what is your taste of notes now? Let me draw on it real quick. I'm I'm getting a little pepper. Pepper. But to me, and and I'm not trying to build it up, but to me, when I retrohale it, that pepper is mixing with something. And it's almost like I'm getting a soy sauce flavor. I don't don't know. I think you just caught on the egg roll thing. Maybe it could be, but... Like, maybe it's just the pepper that I'm tasting. It's probably mainly just pepper, but a small little sweetness to it as well. And I'm not, I mean, it wouldn't be crazy if they try to mimic something like Yeah, soy. no, I'm not saying obviously. They could have tried to do something like, I mean, it is an egg roll yeah. cigar, but um, I enjoy it so far. It is burning fast, though. That's my only issue so far. Yeah. I got good draw. My draw seems better than yours, though. Yeah, a little bit. Um. We both classic cut it with the Cuban Crafters Perfect Cutter, the only cutter that the Cigar Gospel Podcast recommends, even though we're not sponsored. <laughs> uh, man, other than that, man, what's up? What's going on in the cigar world? Man, nothing, dude. I don't know. Nothing? Yeah. Nothing's going on in the cigar world? That's bullshit. I mean... I'll tell you something that's going on. What's going on? You it's, tell me. All right, so when you think of Penguin and Batman, you think of him smoking... Cigarette, cigar, something, right? He's always smoking, right? Yeah. So Colin Farrell, he actually did an article with Cigar Aficionado. It was a good read. If anyone's interested to go read more in details to find out if I'm bullshitting or leaving out details, y'all just go read that. I'm sure I left out all kinds of shit. 
But he was kind of disappointed because Colin Farrell got into character character. I have not seen the movie yet. Yeah. But I've seen his appearance as Penguin. He don't even look like Colin Farrell at all. And he wanted to go full Penguin mode with the monocle, um, little time watch or whatever, the cane, and smoking. Since they didn't allow cigarettes, and I understand, you know, trying to get cigarettes off the screen you yeah. know, for kids to see, especially a superhero movie, even though this is probably a very, um, from my understanding, a violent Batman movie. Yeah. So, but he asked if he could smoke cigar or even have a unlit cigar just in his hand. Studio said, absolutely not. We're not going to showcase any of that to influence. This is my thing. What kid under, you got to be 21 to buy a cigar anyways. Yeah. What kid is going to be like, oh, I want to go smoke cigars. Uh, I can go buy to a cigar shop and get cigars. There's a difference between going in a cigar shop and getting cigars than paying a friend to go get cigarettes from a convenience store for yeah. you. Like, cigarettes is easy to get. Cigars yeah. is not in it. What kid under 20, or even let's say under 18, let's take it back to high school kids or junior high kids, you know, because I smoked cigarettes in junior high. You know, all I had to get was six bucks and I had a pack of 20, you know, whatever. Not promoting anything. No, not at all, but. Life experiences. <laughs> you know, you ain't going to be able to go get 10 something dollars and pay a fr- You had to have a friend that's over, you know, 21 and go get your cigar. I just don't see even kids being interested in smoking cigars like that. You know, I know we weren't. So it's just like, I don't know, I think it's kind of bullshit. They should have let Colin have the unlit cigar, especially yeah. for the character. I mean, if they had got Ron Perlman, I guarantee he would have got that shit done. Ron Perlman, <laughs> man. He would have been smoking. He'd have blew some shit up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm with you on that, dude. Now that, as, as a kid, you know, I watched Batman, man, and... I never looked at it as something that I wanted to do in any movie for for that instance. My thing, too, is Penguin is a despisable character. We hate Penguin, right? We root for Batman. So it's showing that if you're smoking cigarettes, you're the bad guy. You know, no one wants to be that. Absolutely not. That's my theory on it. I think it's kind of bullshit that Warner Bros., whoever the studio was, did that shit to Colin. I'm glad Colin was outspoken about it, saying it was bullshit, too. That he should have got the cigar yeah. in his hand. At least unlit. There's no reason to not have it unlit. You know, I just don't agree with that. So I agree with you. And it's not, I mean, it's not like, like you said, cigarettes are six bucks a pack or whatever. And you got a, a premium cigar who's typically like ten bucks, you know? Yeah, kids can't just be affording. Most kids, like, a pack of cigarettes will last, you know, if they're buying a pack of cigarettes, it'll last them a bit. Yeah. Smoke one, they can't just keep buying a cigar a day. Yeah. So I just, I think that was stupid. I hate the stigma that cigars and cigarettes are related and are the same thing. I guess they both come from tobacco, but they're way 100% two different things. And I ain't even getting involved in that right now, but they're not the same thing. I agree with you. After I learned, you know, when I got into cigars, after I learned really what a cigar was made out of, that's whenever I realized, okay, why do they tie it up together, you know? Yeah. We're not going to get into that rant or that conversation right now, but chances over here smoking me out with the Zegro. Man, the, like I said, the only complaint I'm having is like, how long we've been recording for? 22 minutes? Yeah. I mean, I guess we did say it would be a 40-minute cigar, 45. It, it just seems to be burning, like, really fast. Yeah. Like, I'm already towards the middle, middle of the second, third, you know, like... It tastes really good though, and it's it really four bucks. Is. Like this is, if you want something pretty quick to smoke, that's cheap. This would be a recommendation so far. 
I don't know what the last third, but even just by the first half, it's, you know, four bucks is worth a good first half. I mean, we just smoked a Gurkha 30th year. You know, we ain't even going to get in that. Y'all just wait to the review. No, no comments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. You have to watch the video to check out the real raw review. Yeah. So. But, man, I am excited for, in April, the Cigars International opening oh, yeah, up in yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. I know it's a little bit of a drive for us, but. We're gonna try to make it out there. I definitely, I definitely would like to. Maybe not. I mean, it depends on how the schedule is at work, but I'd, I'd really like to make it out there um, for the grand opening. You know, uh, my understanding is the Cigars International is uh, is a huge facility, man. The other ones that I've seen are like two-story buildings full of cigars. Like it's yeah. the most massive thing. It's literally a fucking warehouse, dude. Excuse my French, but it's a massive-ass warehouse, bro. Like, it's just cigars everywhere. I wouldn't even know what to do. You think of a cigar, it's there. You know, which the other cool thing is, you know, if you order a Cigars International, because I know a lot of people who do, you might get your stuff faster now because they can outsource it from San Antonio. Yeah, that's So true. that's a pretty cool thing I'm excited about, too. Instead of waiting, like, a week and getting a couple days. Yeah, that, yeah. And, that, and it'll be fresher. You don't have to worry about it coming from another location. You know, and being on the truck for too long because when you order cigars, if they don't come with Bovida packs and they take too long, UPS trucks, you have to let them rest. Yeah. And I mean, if you really want a cigar, you don't want to buy it and let it rest for two to four weeks. You know, that kind of sucks. You want to smoke it within a day or two usually. Yeah. So hopefully that, you know, would help. Yeah, I think we mapped it out. It was like at three and a half hours from here to there. And so... That'd be a cool little trip. I mean, we maybe maybe a vlog type thing we may do, or who knows? We're still kind of entertaining different different yeah. options. Yeah, and then this Thursday we got. I know I'm probably gonna go to it. Patero Cigars. Yeah. I say the owner. Yeah. Is coming. It's a sit and smoke with them. So it's not usually like most cigar events. They're selling tons of boxes. You know, this one's only two hours. It's like a smoke and greet with the guy where he's just telling his life story and his cigar story and the history of his cigars and all that. And um, that'll be pretty because I have no idea about their cigars. Never smoked one, nothing. So this will be a new event for me, a new cigar. And maybe we can learn some pretty interesting stuff from that guy. And maybe his cigars are good, and then we can come back and tell y'all about it, and maybe interesting. Cause I know he's got some cigars that are thirty bucks, and he's got some cigars out of ten. Because yeah. we looked the other day, but we were waiting to the event to smoke one. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't even known that they even carried them at our shop until the event was announced, and then we went and checked it out, and they had a, a little selection. But yeah, I may may not go. I don't know. I haven't decided. Yeah. And HFC's coming at the end of the March 25th. HVC. A- a- what'd I say? HFC. Oh, did I? Yeah. HVC. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. They make the pen caliente. He's not drunk, guys. I promise. Not yet. They make the pen caliente, which is a damn good cigar. And uh, I've heard the hotcakes, which pen caliente is the, the hotcakes, but they have another cigar that's actually in English called hotcakes. And then you have the pen caliente. But the pan caliente is really good. But I heard the hotcakes is pretty damn good too, and they're very affordable cigars. Yeah. Which HS, HFVC. Almost said it again. I damn. What the hell is Just wrong? Just say with KFC. Me? I guess be hungry, bro. We ain't got no KFC around here. Nah. We gotta go to where I live. But yeah, 
So, yeah, that'd be a fun time, dude. For I sure. won't be able to be there. Yeah, I'll be in San Antonio. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it yet or not, but I've had the I've had the Pan Caliente, and that one was really great. I've smoked that one a couple of times, and you know they kind of modeled it after uh, Mexican bread. Pancakes. And, or, or pancakes, I'm sorry. It's, I I, I translated as something different, but... It's the same word. Pan yeah. is bread in Spanish, but for some reason, I don't know. I don't. Neither one of us are fluent. No, but, you know, I asked my wife who is fluent, and, and you know, she translates it into... When I ask her, she says, hot bread, pan caliente. If you take the terms and you translate them as they're written then it's bread hot so i've never understood that the translations are kind of difficult but yeah mm. Mm. Punch, dude. what do you tell me man i'll tell you what dude i could see myself buying a box just to smoke I don't think I'd smoke it every day, but you know, if I were in the mood for a nice short smoke, or just chilling around the house, you know, yeah, for sure, doing something that you didn't want to take the time out, I think that would be a great, a great, uh, a great cigar just to to have to smoke, you know. Yeah, this is a very uh, easy cigar to smoke, especially with uh, being affordable. Yeah, at four bucks, like, come on now. I would really uh, recommend this to some people. So, if you haven't ever smoked, so if you've never smoked Punch, period, Punch is a decent brand for four or five bucks. Like, I would never pay like 10 bucks um, for a Punch personally. Yeah. It would have to be some type of limited edition, like maybe the Fu Manchu. But, you know, this one, on this one, I would pay eight. Yeah. You know, like, because. It doesn't have as much flavor. Yeah. Like, when you take the hits and you get the notes, you don't get too much, honestly. But it's not displeasant, because I'm mainly still just getting raisins. Yeah. Um, small pepper. It's not displeasant, but it has good draw, and it's four. It's it's $4. Like, Jesus mm. Christ, it's $4. Like, I shouldn't have to say anything else, but... It's good enough to smoke for $4. It really is, man. And, and you think about that. Most of the cigars we're smoking on the channel are typically 8 maybe 10 bucks. We're typically in the $10 to probably $20 range. So you take, you take a $4 cigar, man. That's five cigars right there. Let me ask you your opinions on... Um, I've seen this as a topic people have been asking about. Bringing your own cigar mm. to a cigar shop, to a lounge that sells cigars. How do you feel about that opinion? Well, okay. Let me, I'm going to answer that as honestly as I can. So, I've never really been to a cigar lounge per se. I mean, the cigar shop we go to does have a lounge. Let's say, okay, the, outs, you know, the area we got yeah. that we can smoke at our cigar shop. Yeah. Say you bought a cigar from another shop. And you come in and, and smoke. You just it. come in, you buy coffee and smoke. How would you feel? Or how do you feel about that? Because it's not allowed inside. Yeah. It says. 
Me, I think for me, I'm open-minded. Like, for instance, when I went to the shop in Pearland, if I would have had the time, I would have sat and smoked the, the cigar I bought. I'm not going to go bring a cigar that I bought from another shop in and just sit there and smoke it. For me, it's all about supporting, you know, a passion that I have. Yeah. And I'm passionate about cigars and it's not a it's not a huge industry, you know, but for me, I've always looked at it as supporting something that you like. And so for me, I'd come in and I'd buy the cigar. I don't think it's right, but I also can't fault anyone. You don't know their financial status or any of that, you know? I mean, if it's a legit cigar lounge that's just dedicated to smoking and they sell alcohol there. Yeah. Sure, if it's allowed. But if it's a place that sells cigars and they offer a lounge also... I feel like you should only smoke what they have. Yeah. Or even if you, the only other way is if you buy cigars from there, but you choose to smoke a cigar you bought somewhere else, but you still bought cigars that equal the price of the cigar you're smoking. That would be the only way I think it would be okay. If I go in there and say I buy a $20 cigar and I smoke a $20 cigar they don't carry, I feel like no big deal because you just paid for a cigar, which means you bought your lounge. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Now, you know, I understand if you're, the only... I do get if you're smoking brands there, they don't carry, and someone comes in. They're like, oh, they try to go back. Well, that guy's smoking, you know, Alec Bradley out there. Why, you know, where's Alec Bradley? I could see the conflict with that. Yeah. Um, So, only I just, you should buy from there. Now, if you buy from the shop all the time, you should be able to go in with cigars that you bought from there and smoke. Like, you shouldn't have to buy a cigar to smoke there every time yeah like if you're constantly there like they just seen you three days ago and you still have your leftover cigars from when you bought you should be allowed to buy some call you know you still need to buy something i feel like yeah and smoke there or whatever maybe i so but that's kind of my opinion on it uh so if you're out there and new to smoking and you just want to go smoke somewhere don't just bring your cigars to any shop that so happens to have a lounge and think that you can just smoke it's probably not allowed and you know for good reason you know why you know they're not they're a cigar shop not a lounge but i'm sure there's areas where they mainly just dedicate to smoking and chilling then maybe you could do something like that so but like i said for me especially you know uh if they have something that i haven't smoked before that's what intrigues me you know having that cigar like i love trying these things man and I'm gonna, I'm always gonna pick a new cigar and, and smoke smoke it because it's just the curiosity part of it. What if that's a cigar that I just don't know, you know, and it's it's one of the greatest cigars for my palate. So, I got a question for you, though. I got answers. Well, it's not really a question. I want to know what you smoked this week and what, what, uh... What are your, let's just say your top two selections for the week or recommendation. Mm. Don't say you haven't smoked none because I know you smoke. I'm trying to remember. I smoke so much. Yeah. The Monte Cristo Espada, the new yeah, one yeah. that just came out, which is the Placencia uh, made it. That one was really good. I was caught off guard by that one. Um, our cigar shop guy told us about it when we came in. And we got one each. You ain't smoked yours yet either. Mm-hmm. 
I enjoyed mine. What else did I smoke this week, man? What else did we smoke? Uh, I've had a couple of Room 101s this week. Um, you smoked that. Would you say that one was the other day, the other morning? The Doomsayer? Yeah, and then... That's not a recommendation. Yeah. Um, it was okay. You said some My Fathers as well. Yeah, you know what? Uh, my father... Um, the law of pol- uh, I don't even know how to say it Opalescencia Yeah Opalescencia That one was okay uh, I mean I Don't get me wrong My father was good The only problem I had That I noticed with my father recently Is like They're real pretty tight Yeah So the draw sometimes Doesn't always smoke Like you gotta really, Sometimes I have to use A draw doctor My father Like When you cut the end of a cigar When it's nicely rolled It like Pops open kind of, and you yeah. listen to a good smoke. Like when you cut theirs, it's like a rock on the back sometimes. Yeah. And you gotta like break it up. Ain't no smoke getting through there. That's been my main problem with the couple of my fathers that I smoked recently. Um, oh, the Don Pepin uh, Black, the yeah. Cuban Classic or whatever it's called, the Black Label. Mm-hmm. That one was damn good. I'd recommend that one. I don't know when I smoked that, but that and the Monte Cristo Espada. Those would be your two recommendations? Yeah, those would be my two recommendations, you know. Um, the Room 101 Big Payback also. I'm sure oh, I think dude, I talked I love, about it. I love that one. cigar. Yeah. That's um, a great cigar. What about you? Uh, so I had that Southern Draw, Jacob's Ladder. That's one mm. of the ones that I picked up at uh, the shop in Pearland. Great cigar. Oh, dude. That was phenomenal. And uh, I sat, chilled, relaxed, smoked it, and... Uh, that one is actually um, blended, correct me if I'm wrong, by AJ, right? All Southern Draws, but from my understanding, yes. It's blended by AJ. Yeah, AJ has AJ like a partnership or something with them. Yeah, so that one would be one of probably my top recommendation for the week. And my second one, if you're not new into cigars and you've been smoking for a while, that Room 101 Farce. I ain't smoked a Farce. That's like the last one. Yeah, that's the. And I tell you what, I smoked it, dude, and you, you were there with me. You could, man, dude, I was probably about to the last third, and I was like, man, this thing is hitting. Like, it's real. It's a really strong cigar. For me, it was, at least. And yeah, Robert tapped out. He didn't want to do back-to-back after that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't like the sickness or any of that type of stuff, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to do all that, so I, I called it quits after that cigar. But it was a great cigar. It was good airflow and everything. So those will be my top two recommendations for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Those, uh, I got that H. Upman Ignite Rose. Yeah. Churchill, I want to smoke still. Um, then, I don't know what else. I mean, we're going to smoke the Black Hooligan soon for St. Patrick's Day. That's going to be... The Filthy Hooligan, you mean, Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to keep calling it that. It's uh, a Filthy Hooligan. Yeah, yeah, I, that'll be. I a think because we're drinking the Blackbeard's coffee, yeah, so it's all mixed up and jumbled. Yeah, the Filthy Hooligan um, cigar, which is like a Irish St. Patrick's theme. Yeah, that's gonna be, cool be very one. cool. Yeah, I'm excited to try that one, especially. And we're gonna try it with Guinness and Guinness, and then we're gonna have some uh, proper, proper twelve. 12. Yeah, see which one pairs better. Yeah, we're gonna do a pairing and see kind of how it, if it accentuates the flavor or if it. If it's not a good pairing, we'll definitely, we're going to be doing a review on that soon as well. We'll try to have that out before on St. Patty's yeah, Day. Yeah, we'll release it on St. Patty's yeah, Day. Yeah, so that'll be a good one that y'all should check out for sure. 
Yeah, we also, you know, have the new how to cut and light a cigar. Yeah. And we're going to be doing some more videos like that on just like some basic stuff and tip of the week. And I definitely have some, or we have some more tips and stuff to do for sure on cigar smoking and different things we learn. And, you know, we'll do some humidor setup soon yeah. and all that good fancy stuff. But yeah, other than that, it's just been a nice, good week for smoking cigars. Uh, it's getting cold again down here in Texas for next week. So that kind of sucks. Um, uh-oh. Robert just got his fortune. Do you want to read it? Or do you believe it's bad luck? No, I'll read it. All right, go ahead. I feel like they're throwing shade at me, though. Read the people. You got to yeah. laugh at me, right, bro. I'll read mine, too. All right, mine says, Fat person not afraid of heights. Afraid of widths. <laughs> afraid of what? <laughs> afraid of widths. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, the fortune you seek is on another cigar. Them bastards Oh. Get me to smoke more. Get no, another. So, yeah. what are your overall? I know. Uh, oh, damn, that my tongue's still numb from the last cigar we smoked for some reason. Well, what happened? So, but uh, what are your cigars on the? Or, <laughs> God damn it! What are your thoughts on the egg row? So, closing thoughts for me, man. I think it is a very pleasant smoke. I do agree with you as far as it's not bursting with flavor, you know, but it is a very, very enjoyable cigar and it's a quick, a quick little smoke. I consider a quick smoke, you know, something less than an hour, you know, typically. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're at 41 minutes. This thing's close to being done. This might be a 50 minute smoke. Yeah. You could stretch it out to an hour if you really, really smoke slow. Yeah. But it ain't no more than that. Yeah. But for me... Um, if I were to give it a rating, this one would be probably, probably about a 90. Is that because it's four bucks? Yeah. So, so if it was the, 10 bucks, what would it be? If it was 10 bucks. Just, just curious. Man, I, re I really think if it were 10 bucks, it'd probably be maybe around... 88, 89. Just, I mean, it's going to be a little lower, you know, but. See, I, I give it at 88, at four bucks. Just because, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad cigar. It's good for four bucks. Yeah. You know, but I'm still not going to give it a 90. It just, yeah. it had a little flavor in the beginning and then it was just like a decent cigar. It yeah. wasn't bad tasting. So I won't give it less than that, but I don't want a 90 to me. You know, it's going to have a lot of, even for four bucks. Yeah. Like, obviously, if it was 10, it'd be like an 85. Yeah. You know, but I would buy a box of these, personally. Yeah. I like, could smoke these doing shit. Like, okay, golfing, right? Yeah. I love playing golf. Me and luxurious cigars do not go well on the golf course. I get too caught up, have to keep relighting, damn wind blowing, setting them down all the time, driving. It's just a pain in the ass. So for me, this would be what I consider like a really good golf course cigar more. So something you can smoke, and if it does go out, you could have another one just light up a brand new one. You know, it's only four bucks. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like, this would make my golf course cigar list, which one day I will put out. You know, obviously people think, oh, golf, smoke, you know, Padrones and stuff. Yeah, that don't work for me. No, I, yeah, I it, agree with you on It that. just don't. I mean, not yet. I haven't figured out. 
how to smoke good cigars and enjoy golf. Yeah. And it's probably also because I f- fucking suck. So it's probably hard for me to enjoy when I'm shooting over 100. Yeah. <laughs> All the time on 18, you know. Especially, like, uh, man, my brother took me to this course called Windrose up there in, like, spring or something. And, yeah, I ain't having an enjoyable cigar. Everything's a fucking hill. You know, they're hitting down or hitting uphill on every damn shot. Uh, so yeah, me and enjoying a cigar. I'm smoking a cigar because I'm stressed the whole time. So it's just puff, 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 puff away. Yeah. Drink, drink another beer. So, but let me share a little story before we close this out. Okay. So the other day we were out at our cigar shop and we were just chilling, and uh, Casey's uncle, right? Yeah. He came by and he had he was uh, topping up his Liga Provadas. We got to talking, and uh, this is just uh, kind of how the cigar community is, you know. But we got to talking, and I've I've met Casey's uncle one other time yeah. at an event. Real nice guy, um, easy to get along with, and uh, so we were having good conversation, smoking a cigar. And uh, long story short, uh, we get to talking, and I said I hadn't had an Opus X before, and he said, "Well." He's like, I got, I got a couple of them, and uh, he's like, I'll give you one. And I thought he was kidding, you know. I thought, I really thought he was kidding. And so we're getting ready to leave the shop, and he's like, Hey, follow me back to my place, and I'll give you that Opus X. So man, we, uh, we went back to his place, and man, I tell you what, that was a cigar collection for dreams. Yeah, he had three big humidors. Big. I was it three or four? I think it was just three. Three big humidors, like 100 counts plus. Yeah. Or at least 100 counts, you know. And They were all filled with some crazy, crazy cigars. So many in there over five, six, seven years old easily. He's just been aging. Yeah. Like the cellophane is like completely gold and brown and like ready just to break off, you know. Like it's just crazy, the cigar collection he had. Everything in there was so top tier. So, long story short, I do want to extend a very big thank you out to Casey's uncle for that that Opus X. I'm going to save it for a very special occasion. I haven't decided which occasion, but I'll probably hold on to it for a couple of years, age it up. And which one was it? It was, uh, man, was the Lost Opus? City? Yes. Forbidden City. Uh, I think it was, no, I think it was the Lost. It had the 2016 on it. I'll have to go back and look at it. So that cigar is six years old. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and so I'm going to hold on From to it. From when he, you know, it's probably, I think Opus X is probably already aged. So who and knows how long that cigar has been, or the tobacco in there is, how old it is. Yeah, those that don't know, um, Opus X is one of the harder cigars to get. And, you know, we got to talking. It's not necessarily the best cigar, but it's just a really rare cigar. So you want to be able to say, hey, I've smoked one at least. Do you know why they're so rare? Why is that? So in the 1990s, when the cigar boom was happening, people thought it was impossible to make a Dominican Puro. And Fuente said, hold my beer, watch this. And he made a Dominican Puro, aka the Opus X. And ever since then, the Opus X has this fame because it was a cigar that had never been done before. Wow. And uh, it just showcases how good the Fuente was where they were like, we can grow rappers in the DR. Yeah. We can. And they made a Dominican Puro. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that's 
Bennett or Fillers or something. I'm pretty sure it's rappers that yeah. they couldn't grow there because they usually go to like Ecuador and stuff like that. But yeah, or uh, Nicaragua even because Nicaragua does puros all day. It's yeah, you can grow any tobacco you want in Nicaragua, easy. Problem would be doing like Connecticut's and stuff in there. All their tobacco is on the stronger, darker side. But yeah, that's the the reason why Opus X is so famous because the Domin- Dominican puro was impossible. They thought. Yeah. But Fuente. Arturo Fuente or whoever, which one it was, I don't know. Carlos or Arturo. Carlos is the son. Yeah. Um, our grandson, one of the two. But see, on your ashtray it says Carlos Fuente. Yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much it for the day on the Cigar Gospel Podcast. We appreciate all y'all listening and hope we were somewhat entertaining to y'all today. Thank you guys for taking a listen. And y'all don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. We got a Facebook, Instagram, and we're trying to upload at least one to two videos a week, um, just depending. But uh, y'all follow along in all those platforms. I'll keep y'all entertained and informed on some decent, good cigars or what's good, what's not. So appreciate y'all listening. I'm Robert. I'm Chance. And we We are are the Cigar Cigar Gospel. Gospel.